From shooting hoops to the Super Bowl We like sports and we don't care who knows It's the Almost Sports Show with Jason Dick and C.J. Morgan. Absolutely the most legitimate sports talk program on 1027 ESPN. Join the conversation at 512-834-1027. Now here are Jason and C.J. It's my nightmare. Oh, hi, uh, boys and girls. Welcome into another Almost Sports Tuesday program. My name is Jason Dick. That is not my guy, CJ Morgan. Uh, stay tuned to a GoFundMe near you for an upcoming Save CJ's Arm. Save CJ's Arm. Uh, he's. Uh, I, am I telling the people? I think I'm allowed to tell the people, right? I mean, tell whoever you want. There's nobody listening. To <laughs> CJ, hey, come on, guys. Call and tell Nick that you're listening to this. 512-834-1027 is the, is the phone number. Uh, yeah, CJ is hospitalized with an arm infection right now. Might require surgery. We're pretty positive he's going to keep the arm, I think. But if he doesn't, and uh-huh. you call in with four mistakes in a month, you get to win CJ's uh, arm. <laughs> we are not His giving amputated away arm. CJ's amputated arm. Although... He's called himself the captain for many years. Uh-huh. Has he hook? been dis- destined for a hook hand this whole time? Well, that's a hand. If you lose the entire arm, you, just, can't, you can't have a hook arm? I mean, I'll put you a hook uh, on like the nub or whatever. I mean, I assume he's going to have a piece of his so arm he's left. He's going to have like a little, a little, like a, like a I foot haven't of, seen of him stump and hook. So when I last saw him, it was it's Friday. Like an elbow hook. And he had it wrapped up. Uh, yeah. And it was, it was mid arm that whatever was infected. Yeah. Was, was so like, yeah, I think he's going to, he's going to keep his, his trice. He's going to, what is this one? The, he's going to keep shoulder. The, You're talking delt. Tricep. Where's the tricep over here? He's going to have a tricep left. Okay. Okay. He's going to have. Uh, all right. That's Nick Hodge sitting in the CJC. Go. Yay! Oh wow! Take, right, that's stolen. Take it's that, now. Dave B. Do it. Hi, hi guys. I'm a little, I'm a little rattled today. I'm a little disgruntled. Uh, is it because nothing works here? Maybe it is. Maybe that. Yeah. I mean, that's mostly because. Hey, at least you're getting paid. That's, that's mostly. I got you. You're going to get paid, dude. Don't mm-hmm. worry about it. All right. They're uh, going to check right here in I the also, seat tomorrow. As of this very moment, uh, it has been 48 hours and 34 minutes since I last played pickleball, and I'm starting to get a little shaky, guys. All right? I just need a little fix. I need a little taste. I need something. All right? Here, what, what, would something, you, something. what would you rather have? Uh, if the, uh, working, functional oh, studio that, and co-host? That. Yes, that. Or a pickleball court downstairs? <laughs> down in the basement? Yeah. Here at the, at the radio yeah. station? They could build a gym down there. I don't know that we could fix it or we could fit it in there, but knock off well, a couple just, of just walls. Pretend, pretend, pretend that we do. Those seem like load-bearing walls. But Would you rather have a functioning radio station slash you know, probably I would probably opt for the functioning work environment, but if you believe that this is just a sinking ship and it's only a matter of time, then yeah, let's go down playing pickleball. Man. Okay, you guys don't care about that. You guys care <laughs> about sports. And almost sports things, and that's what we're here uh, to discuss. Monday Night Football, you listened right here on 1027 ESPN Radio, right? As the Kansas City Chiefs in a hotly contested divisional uh, battle versus the Las Vegas Raiders came out ahead 30-29. to Um, Takeaways from this game, the Chiefs are good, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I have the Chiefs as my Super Bowl pick. 
Because I just am picking Patrick Mahomes until he retires for, for the rest of That's time. That's not a bad move. He's 4-1, and one, but you, you're you down to the wire versus the now 1-4 and four Raiders. Now, I guess you could say the 1-4 and four Raiders aren't as bad as 1-4. As mm-hmm. I'm a little worried. A little worried about that. They I mean, seem you, to you let everybody sh- hang be, with them. But look, look I mean, how, what is the, the Chiefs record four again? 4-1. Yeah. Who, who's got a better record? Uh, only the Eagles. There you go. Only, they don't count. Only the Eagles. Considerations. Uh, Travis Kelsey is good at fantasy football. Real football? Probably still uh, real football. But uh, four touchdowns for the number one tight end in all of fantasy football. Take that, Nick. Get out of here with your Taysom Hill garbage. Uh, I did her long taste. That Taysom Hill rant you heard this morning, yeah. that was my second take because I did it here yesterday. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seemed extra polished. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I feel like you need a okay, win, so good. yes. Uh, let's see here. Coming from this game, uh, you are either of the we have to be all angry and upset about these roughing the passer penalties or we have to be all angry and upset about these coaches going for two, going for going for it on fourth down when they obviously should be kicking. You're in one of those two parties. Nick, you told me this morning I was in the wrong party. Which Which party are you in? Well, I'm in the. Uh, I'm upset with uh, Troy Aikman for his sexist comment about take off the dresses. You know what? Because only because yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's what funny. It is, that's funny. I I heard that and I was like, hang on, is that is that all right, Troy Aikman? Are you allowed to say that? As long but, as he qualifies it by saying it, because you don't want to ruin your dress because it's fancy. Because that can apply. That doesn't uh, have anything to do okay. with gender. It's just that's a fancy yeah. outfit. You Are don't you saying that. that you're the you're the the roughing the passer group and not the analytics are stupid group? Well, the people that are complaining about the rough, both are stupid. Mm. Both people complain about both of these topics. Stupid, stupid. Yes. Mm. It's it's not the same. Trying to set up that drop for forever and the volume's not working because I got the wrong computer thing. (laughs) What did it say is wrong? Here, maybe the maybe the almost sports listeners can help me diagnose it. No. Yeah, I'm gonna do this live on this is how much. Uh let's see. Please insert your Sentinel Hasp or Keylock 2 key. Anybody? Does anybody know my Sentinel Hasp key? Just try rubbing your Tesla key on, on, the, on the screen. <laughs> see if that does anything. It says for retry. You. It doesn't matter how many times I push it. It doesn't. Please insert. Okay, hey, that works. <laughs> no, that's 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 fine. Um, here we we got a whole analytics thing planned for later that we'll, we'll get to in a, in a second. So here we can talk about. If you did not watch the game last night, uh, at the very end of the first half. Chris uh, Jones, big, scary defensive lineman uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs. He is taking Derek Carr, the quarterback for the Raiders, to the ground. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, he, he, steals, a fumble. he steals the ball from yeah. him. He, he rips the ball out of his hands. and but then, But then he lands on top of Derek Carr, which according to... Uh, you know what? My man Ed Clements would call him, according to the NFL's Mickey Mouse rules, that's a penalty. That is roughing the passer. You cannot land on the quarterback with the full force of your gigantic NFL body because that would hurt Derek Carr. Uh, and so they they call roughing the passer. And even though he landed on him after he had already taken the ball from him, they said roughing the passer supersedes Raiders keep the ball. Mm-hmm. They would end up getting a 50-something yard Daniel Carlson field goal. Ball don't lie. The Chiefs got the ball back, and in 16 seconds, moved the ball down the field, got a, got a field goal right back. Uh, and that is when 
Troy Aikman on the broadcast said something to the effect of, I hope that the NFL will take a look at this and we need to, what did he say? We got to take, take the dresses, take off. the dresses off. Yeah. Indicating that the way that the game is currently officiated is, is for, is for is, women is as if we had a bunch of women out there yes. playing. How dare you? Troy? I don't know. Troy could be progressive. Maybe he's talking about men in just, dresses, just dudes wearing yeah. dresses. Yeah. So I don't, I don't it, know. It would be a strange uniform choice Look, for any he, team. One just wants to go. I've seen some worse uniform choices this year from the color rush. So that's, mm. but no, he, here's the deal is that was this, was, was this wrong? No, that was not roughing the passer. A, he had the ball. And I feel like well, all the rules are off when you have the ball. It would, hang on. Was it not roughing the passer? Well, he they, landed they, on him with the full force well, of his body weight. He did not They showed it later on the replay <laughs> that he braced himself with his arm. And I believe that that's, I believe that he made an effort to not just crush Derek Carr to smithereens with his gigantic defensive tackle body. Mm-hmm. And so the, I think that he did make an attempt to do it. He also, I don't know what the rules are when you have the fumble, but like at a certain point, I'm like, he's trying to get, like, who cares about Derek Hall? He, it's more important that he gets that fumble. And so whether or not it's roughing the pass, it does I, I don't se- think that it should be. It does seem weird to me that the, I mean, it should have been a 15-yard penalty, but the Chiefs keep the ball. Like if you yeah. intercept a pass and then somewhere along the line there's a unnecessary roughness call, like you'll see, you you see it. Uh, the, the ball is out before he even really right. hits. Der- Derek Carr is still on his feet. There's and the a, ball's out. There's a turnover, and then a you know a quarterback gets leveled with a blindside hit, mm-hmm. and so they call a 15 yard penalty for uh, unnecessary roughness. But the intercepting team keeps the ball, and yes, Chris Jones had stolen the football from him before uh, he he landed on top of him. So it seems like they should have kept the ball there. But do, do you think that you know how sometimes the referees they'll come back and afterwards they'll be like you know what, it's not a penalty here's the explanation why it turns out this and this and this I want them to go out there one time and just be like no flag that roughness was necessary that was a necessary <laughs> amount never, of roughness they're never going we're to, allowed pick up the never flag gonna call. just once have fun yeah have fun referee necessary roughness uh, Dick Scott, Scott Bakula Sinbad Sinbad uh, Kirsty Kathy Ireland Kathy Ireland Jason and, Bateman. Uh, is Jason? I think Jason Bateman is in there. Yes. Yeah. You think he is? Hector no, Alonso. Hector Alonso. I think that's his is name. Is he the coach? He's the coach. Yeah. 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 Takes a hard Robert Loja. There you go. Are we just going? Let's see how ass no. deep we can get down the cast. I, I don't know that. I don't know the necessary unicorns or whatever their name was. The quarterback with the big jaw that gets into the bar fight. He's not the quarterback. He's like a defensive lineman. He's is a he? Big, yeah. 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 Oh, that big jaw that, dude's the quarterback. That big. Are the flat top? I, I'm almost positive. Flat yes. top. With the with the giant Jay Little he's, chin. He's, yes. Yes. He is. He is not no. the quarterback. It does make more sense if you made the, you know, the 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 main villain guy. If mm-hmm. he was the quarterback for. Do they call him? Is it Texas University? Is it the University of Texas? I believe they're the Texas Broncos. I mean, they're supposed to be the Longhorns, right? Yes, they're, they're yeah, the big yeah. bad bad guy. But they couldn't get the Longhorn thing. But uh, I believe, oh, yeah, man. the University of Texas. Here's a fun fact: is that the fictional team is Texas State, but they play the Southwest Texas Bobcats, who at the time that this movie was made were still the SWT, and then they would go on. Is this how we're going to beat the horn? This is with breakdowns of. 1988's necessary roughness. I think so. They're certainly not doing it. There's a window. Now I can't move on until I. What's the name of the, the? There's a comedian who's the dean of the school who's trying to get the football program shut down, and his name is a Vander Holyfield. No, <laughs> is he in the movie? Uh, he shows up. Yeah. Yeah. Who's that big Hawaiian dude? He's Mister. He's like Mister Blake's personal protector. 
Now you're asking me eventually he makes sure that nobody spies on Kathy Ireland in the shower, and yeah. so she and she's like, okay, now you can you can get it. What is the name of the guy? Florida man Kyle says Rob Schneider was the game announcer. <laughs> yeah, it was not Rob Schneider. Thank I, you, I Florida man Kyle. It. Peter uh, Tuasasopo was oh like cat Le- yeah 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 the, keep going just keep going no down I'm the, not gonna try to keep pronouncing that name no like keep going down the list until we get to the Larry Miller Larry Miller Ms. thank Dean you Philip Larry Lyles. Miller thank you <laughs> ah Chris Berman played himself <laughs> is this the only show that if you take CJ off of it it gets even more all over the place <laughs> it seems like taking CJ away would harness the focus but somehow. Don't Marcus Giamatti okay, played okay, Sargi okay. Fumbelina Wilkinson. Um, this Fumble is, is your nickname. You are not good. The NFL says that they plan uh, to discuss the roughing the passer penalties. This is, of course, also on the heels of Tom Brady collecting what many would yeah. call a phantom roughing the passer penalty that probably saved the game for the Buccaneers versus the uh, Atlanta Falcons on Sunday. Um here is my issue, as is always my issue with so many things. Uh, headline, NFL to mull roughing the passer penalties amid outrage. Don't let public outrage manage your league. If your rules are bad, change the rules. Mm-hmm. Okay? Don't change the rules because all of a sudden Tom Brady got a ticky-tack call. Well, what, right? what if can you announce that you're going to look into it because of the outrage and then just kind of not do anything about it? Oh, do you think that's what's happening? Is that they're not really going to well, check look, out the penalties? Here, here's how gonna... you fix the NFL officiating: is Uh-oh. you have a guy somewhere watching the game, yeah, and when he and he sits there and they, they, he says, "That's not that's wrong, T- yeah, that's wrong, take that's it right, take that's it wrong. away from the the, the fi- officials on the field." I don't know who right. this guy is. I don't right. know who's in charge of it. I know you would gladly volunteer yourself you know to be the end of the is it right officiating? I czar. absolutely would be really good, but that's um, the answer. Is it right? Because if we could sit there at home and be like, "That was not," yeah. Pa- you know, uh, roughing the passer, then that's the answer. Yeah. We need a break. We'll come back and continue this. And you're uh, free to weigh in. 512-834-1027 is the phone number. Yes. How do you Necessary fix roughness talk officiating only. in the NFL? 512-834-1027. Larry Miller was the name of the guy. <laughs> uh, it's Jason <laughs> CJ today with Nick. Almost Sports back after this. Now back to Almost Sports with Jason and CJ on 1027 ESPN. Uh, Almost. No CJ today. Hopefully he's back on the show tomorrow, and hopefully he has my Sentinel Hasp key because I can't play the sounds without my Sentinel Hasp key, which I don't know what that is. You must be stupid, stupid, stupid. It's not me. It's not me, man. Uh, Okay, last thing on uh, Necessary Roughness. Mm-hmm. Uh, did, did we figure out if the Texas b- b- mean guy flat top plays quarterback? He definitely doesn't. Come on, man. You played football. You know that that big-ass beefy dude is not a quarterback. Do you think that they were concerned at all about yes. whether he yes. had the appearance of a quarterback? Okay, yes. you know what? I played a quarterback is in a movie that was not released ever. Did all right, not. I you did. did I did. All right. The defensive lineman. Uh, okay, welcome back to That's Nick Hajda. Jason and Nick fix the rules of the NFL. Um, are the are, are the, the the roughing the passer penalties a little too nitpicky? I don't know. I mean, look, it's obvious that you're you, you know you you let them play under a different set of rules than the rest of the players on the field, right? Which I guess is a fine strategy. Um, but here here's the deal: you have to take the subject, the vast majority of subjective calls 
out of the hands of the officials on the field and give it to somebody upstairs who has a much better view of things, right? Well, I, I just think that there should be somebody that's watching us, and when there's an obvious they got it wrong call, you just sit there and right. you say, no, check. I mean, turns out, look, no. they, they tried this a couple of years ago mm-hmm. uh, with the pass interference thing, and it was a total disaster. They kept saying, oh, that you called pass interference? That was not pass interference challenge. And the announcers sit there, and they bring in Mike Pereira and Dean Blandino, and what other other sad knockoff Mike Pereira's the other yeah. networks have? And they're like, this is obviously not pass interference. And then the referee comes out and says, after review, that was pass interference. Don't challenge me again, bro. I'm Don't challenge to, me again. There was a game I was watching last weekend where the audio connection wasn't working to the to the referee anal- analyst. Yeah. And so they kept going to him, and there was just silence, and then they would go back to the play. And I was like, that's great. That's what those yeah. guys deserve. Quality, Nobody cares about you. I mean, they're like, oh, it looks like holding to me, Bob. Um, But, yeah, I mean, you, you should – and I don't understand why it's so hard. Chris Jones is the guy who was flagged for it in the game last mm-hmm. night. Uh, he said that they should allow video review of all the roughing calls because that is currently not a challengeable play. And I'm like, the idea that any play is not challengeable doesn't make any sense. Yeah. We did this in the, uh, the the Texas-Alabama game because Bryce Young, when he was, was sacked in the end zone, it was tar- at first it was targeting, and their targeting is reviewable, but then intentional grounding is not review. They're all reviewable. Yes. I'm sitting on my couch loudly reviewing them. Okay, they should be all be reviewable. And yeah, I'm I am full on in favor of taking away power from the referees on the field. We're gonna keep a couple of you guys down there to spot the football, mm-hmm. to you know, <laughs> separate the players. Throw your hat when a guy runs out of bounds. I don't know what else. You, I don't know what else your jobs are going to be. But the ma- the majority of the calls are going to be made by somebody watching a monitor who has a much better view of the, of the game than you. What's wrong with that? What's the point? Why? Well, why? well the, the problem is like you just said. I don't think everything should be reviewed. I think everything should be reviewable. And you're going to have to figure out the sweet spot of who gets to review what, whether it's the coaches, because like. They say it about pass interference and holding. You can spot that on every single play. And so now if we're bogged down where we have to sit there and wait for a well, guy right. to check three. But the guy is not going to – we're not going to do that. The guy, the eye in the sky is going to call things yeah. with the his, – his whole – Intention. His whole purpose is to make the game as good as it as it can, as it can also, be. You know, they right? have that, that, and, and calling holding on every pen on every play is obviously going to make it worse. And so, no, we're going to do it better. I would bet that the NFL says we can't do that because it would take too long. I am getting the calls faster. I am announcing them on my couch faster yeah. than the guy at the game. Do, you, do okay? you want it to be like some guy that's in the stadium, like, but he's on a couch, like he's <laughs> like, he looks like a couch potato, like an average NFL fan. He's got like Cheetos dust on his on his on his shirt. He's been rubbing it. I, no. What about? Do you want like an actual? No, not, that's not necessary. You know how they have like that camera that flies around. I want this guy to actually be in some sort of like flying contraption that just slings him around. Yeah. Like he's still watching on a screen. He's not watching he's from, like, from he's above. He's like Pink at ACL Fest. He's literally an eye in the sky. Did you guys see Pink at ACL Fest? Of course. She was riding the. the she was up on a wire thing. No, I went to go see Flume. I think. You think? What do you mean? You think? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Good, 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 good. But there's, but you're right. Like there should be somebody. Like everything. Sh- there should just be somebody watching and just making sure that there's not an egregious call like this. And I don't understand why yeah. things. Don't you don't let the coaches do it, but five one two eight three four one zero two seven is the phone number. Is our it's our guy, Florida man, Kyle. Kyle, uh, you're on ESPN Radio. What's up, buddy? Nick, you're full of nothing but egregious calls today. I don't know what you're griping about. <laughs> 
That's a different show, Ford. Oh. Okay, you're, you're, you're bringing up other stuff. Oh, that's fine. I didn't even hear the show this morning. I yeah, had a job. He's ta- this show. He's talking about this show. All right. What is this point of his call? Okay, so first off, happy birthday to you. Oh, wow. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Haji. Happy birthday to you. Beautiful. Happy birthday, Tom. Thank, thank you. You're welcome. So, second of all, the, the, the big jaw guy in Necessary Roughness is a defensive end because in the final scene of the game, Scott Bakula drops back to pass, throws it to little Charlie Banks. Remember the little guy who got who was the only one left on the team? All right. And he's wearing the and he's wearing the jersey that Scott Bakula used to throw the you know the football at out on the, the farm. Field. He's got the same number that yeah, yeah he used to he's zoom, got the yeah same number on it. And the, so the, the the big jaw guy from the Texas Colts is rushing him, and the big Samoan guy takes him out and That's breaks right. his jaw, and his jaw's bleeding. That's right. He's a defensive end, not a quarterback. Yeah. Okay. okay. Did he play both ways, Nick? Yes, is that what you're exactly. Shut, this was the up. 90s, okay? This is when you had to 90s. do this. Everybody had to play both ways back in the day. You, you, you think the, the, the number one Texas fantasy Texas Colts are playing Iron Man Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> it's a movie for a man, Kyle. All right, fine. Maybe I was incorrect about that. But the point is that guy has a freakishly large jaw, and somebody should investigate it. Uh, okay. Yeah, I did it's love, a tumor. I did love Rob Schneider of the announcer from Balaya. <laughs> All right. Yeah. The, the, I, the Nick didn't remember that Rob Schneider was the I'd say one of the no, more notable know, parts I of that movie. <laughs> I, I, I have this weird block where I see Rob Schneider in a movie. I just instantly black out and forget about it. That's oh. my bad. But my, my next, so I'm, I, I got to get going. But my next request is can y'all break down the beach volleyball classic Side Out with C. Thomas Hall and Courtney Thorne Smith next? I don't know side out, but I will I will investigate. Oh, it's so good. Really? It's a beach volleyball movie from like the late eighties. Mm. So anyway, y'all have a great day. Thank you, uh, Kyle. I can I, do ski school. I would play uh, Kyle had specific uh, theme music that he requested and if he's he's one of our three callers, so I was like, sure, I'll I'll get you theme music, but I can't oh. play it today, Kyle, because I left my Sentinel Hasp key at home. I'm really worried that is you're going to let actual, like, It's an actual key. It's not a... It's is not, it? Uh, it says, please insert your Sentinel, Sentinel Hasp or Key Lock 2 key. I don't think it's a password. It's like I got I to gotta stick it in. Either way, I feel like you're going to get us hacked. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's fine. Is fine. Is it fine? <laughs> Where was I? I was in the middle of making an important point. Uh, necessary roughness penalties. Yeah. And you know what? I think that's enough. <laughs> oh, uh, producer Isaac writes in the uh, thing, yes, uh, Pink was flying around on the wire thing. It was amazing. Thanks, cool. I- Thanks Isaac. Uh, okay, you want to talk about Longhorn football? Let's go to Longhorn football. There is a new Big 12 power rankings out, and I am offended, insulted at mm-hmm. where the Longhorns are ranked. Uh, that's coming up on the other side of this break. Hold on. The Almost Sports Show on 1027 ESPN. It's Jason Dick. No, CJ today. My guy, my work wife, the non-producer of this program, my number one fill-in, Nicholas Hajda, uh, is joining me. I can tell it's going to be one of those shows. One of those mm-hmm. shows. You know, one of those shows that uh, goes out on awesome the air. It's going to be one of those. Yeah. Uh, we'll get back to the NFL and specifically all of these coaches just crutching on the analytics about going for two or going for it when they should punt or, or maybe they're making the right decision. We'll we'll get back to all of that. But first, uh, I, I want to talk about the disrespect job that's been done to the Longhorns in the latest. What is this from? 
unidentified internet outlet that has come out with their <laughs> Big 12 power rankings. Oh, I love their work, unidentified internet. <laughs> uh, you know what? First of all, uh, happy birthday to uh, Nick. He was not with me on any of the shows yesterday. And so I don't even, we haven't really talked since the Longhorns destroyed the Oklahoma Sooners 49 to nothing. Do you have Longhorn takes from the weekend or what's uh, what That was? is why you start Quinn Ewers. That is why. The whole the whole shebang. Oh, you're just big look, of course, it's a totally fine and acceptable decision to start Quinn Ewers. You're talking about how last week I might have said once or twice or every day for an entire week that Hudson Card had earned the right to start at quarterback until he proved that he was not starter yeah. worthy. Yeah. And I've earned the right to host this show by myself, but you shouldn't oh, do it. I'd be happy to You shouldn't do I'd be it. Happy I to go. I'd be happy. All right. I get to the pickleball court early, everything will be mm-hmm. that's that's the real answer. Yeah, that's good. Uh here, what about this? Is this is this the take too hot, too wrong, too uh I feel like I would have enjoyed a thirty four ten win more than no, forty nine to nothing. You're insane. I mean, yes, it you're feels insane. good Anytime to act and shut out. We can't we can't nobody think, can do fun hashtag the Red River thirty four to ten. <laughs> But no, the Red River is that, shootout. Is that what people are saying? Hashtag yes. Red River 49. No, Almost immediately oh, everybody was oh, doing it. I don't I do not do hashtags. Your boy Kyle Umlot was uh, uh, was talking about that on Twitter. Who's that? I don't know. <laughs> Kyle Umlot. There you go. He's, that's Beto's boy. Uh, what's up, Kyle? How are you? Um, no, it's just like, and, and it, you make a good point. Yes, the, the, the Sooners are our hated rival, and we should want to absolutely destroy them as best we can. Now, you know, I, did, did Texas run it up? Were we running up the score? I don't think so. I would say that, yeah, those were just like, please try harder to stop us. I, I, we I, did well, run my guy Burt Auburn out there for a field goal okay, while he needs already to make up that. 49 he needs to nothing. to make that. 52 to, so, 52 nothing, to nothing is nothing. so much more devastating than 49 to 0. I don't know. I like 49 no, to 0 because it's like no. they never even held you to a field goal. Like they could never even stop. You were just scoring touchdowns nonstop. Once but you 50, get off the 50, multiples no, of 7. is better than 4. A 5 is better okay. than a 4. Uh, but it is, and look, I think... There, there, sorry, there, there was at one point, this is how you know Texas was not writing it up, because I wanted to take a picture of it, but I was watching it backstage at ACL. So I, they, Ooh, they're, they're really picky the, about being able to look, rewind look the game. Look at this fancy on backstage. That's right. That's right. They won't let you uh, they won't let hit you just the take, DVR. Yeah, can I have the remote? No, they won't let you do that. Okay. But like at one point, it was like the, it was like the quarterback, uh, wide receiver, and running back from the University of Texas like around the screen in the same shot. And I had no idea who the, I'd never seen those names on those jerseys. It, it, it was the 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 right when we, when we were in garbage time. Yeah, yeah, Charles Wright. It was funny because Hudson like that Card, guy I knew, but there was like a receiver and a running back. I was like, I don't know those guys. I don't know if they're really on the team. Hudson Card. Who? Let me clarify my point. I was not advocating mm-hmm. that you start Just Hudson Card. Okay, I was advocating that he had earned the right to start. Okay, and that take remains. Mm-hmm. Remain that does. You know, hey, what, 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 what is your, do- your job here? It's it a does. hot take disc jockey. You're doing the right. Job. You were doing, your job. Job. Doing uh, your job. They brought <laughs> you were wrong. They brought Hudson Card in. Did he even play a whole series? Like they they took Quinn Ewers out. They put mm-hmm. Card in, and then they immediately put Charles Wright in because Hudson Card is hurt. His ankle is still, and he's like I, he doesn't need to be out there for garbage time. Yeah, but I guess so they were like there's still a. In order, the, there's still a hierarchy, and Sark has to put in card for I one that they play. Was just like put in the backups, and, and they were like, "All right, Hudson, you're in." Yeah. Like, no, no, no. I mean, like the backup backups. Also, that was Keelan Robinson, Jonathan Brooks at the end of the game. I mean, those are valuable running back contributors for the for the Longhorns. But uh, Ed made this point yesterday: was that uh, what are you? What are you and Nick just rolled this his eyes. An unnecessary correction, just to just 
Yeah, you don't know you, who I saw. You, you, said, no I, you I saw. said I don't know who these guys are, and I know who you're talking about. You I know you're referring to. I know the Robinson guy. Keelan Robinson? Yes. Okay, the good. The other one, never heard of him. <laughs> Jonathan Brooks? Never heard of him. Okay. D- Jadon Blue? I've heard you say This is name. why you can't host this. Uh, Ed Clement said yesterday that uh, Texas may have broken the Oklahoma football team. Now, they might have gotten broken like two weeks ago, but yeah, just like for the, the, you see them quit on Brent well, Venables, yeah, quit uh, you know, uh, in the middle of it. And their fans, and, too. Like, the, the, it, hilarious the way that they cut the cotton ball in half mm-hmm. and all the burnt orange goes on this side and all the whatever Oklahoma's colors are go on that side. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, the way that it was just basically full-on empty uh, midway through the third quarter. Uh, pretty devastating beatdown. But I did just like, I was like, well, we're not beating the real Oklahoma. We're beating, you know, a 34-10 to 10 victory over the real Oklahoma would have felt better You don't think they than, enjoyed beating us last year? Are you saying that that wasn't the real Texas? All right. I say that Longhorn fans should be able to identify a team that's quit, and that happened to the Ooh. Oklahoma Sooners. Shot, shots, shots fired there. Uh, okay, new power rankings. Uh, the power rankings are voted on from staff members of Longhorns Country, Inside the Bears, and Red Raider Review. Okay. Inside the Bears is a weird name for your publication. Especially if it's not about football. You're Inside the Bears? Why don't... don't. Penetrate the. Uh, okay, uh, here. How do I want to do this? Should, okay, here. I'll ask you this way, Nick. Uh, where in the Big Twelve power rankings? I'll remind you. There's only ten. <laughs> uh, where do the Longhorns fall in this official uh, established internet outlet's power rankings? And where should they fall? Where the 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 Longhorns are the blank best team in the Big Twelve. That team's better than us. That team's better than us. Okay. That team's better. I mean, okay. I'm, I'm going to say uh, five. Uh, the Longhorns are number five? Is that yes. what you're saying? Yes. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh. This is how long it takes to queue up an audio clip since I forgot my Sentinel key at home. Okay. You're a smart motherfucker. That's right. <laughs> uh, five is correct. I mean, uh, uh, Baylor, is that Oklahoma where, State, Baylor, Kansas State. No, Baylor is terrible. Hey, watch college football, Nick. Baylor's TCU. three and two. Okay. Yeah, no. Who's number one? Uh, you know what? I don't want to discredit you. TCU. Don't. No, TCU is two. Oklahoma State is okay. number one. Uh, Oklahoma State, five and oh. Uh, they, oh, my God. What are you doing here, Jason? <laughs> These Big 12 power rankings, it's showing me the first place votes. Oklahoma State got four. TCU got one. These are voted on by five people? <laughs> <laughs> it was just Guys, those five publications. Add, add the almost sports show <laughs> to the people who are voting. Let me get a vote in here. I can be inside the Bears, okay? <laughs> I can be... Uh, Oklahoma State is one. You could be horny in Austin. TCU uh, is number two. They're also 5-0. and They play each other this Saturday. Let's talk about that matchup in a second. Uh, Kansas State is 5-1. and Kansas uh, knocked from the, uh, the, un- the unbeaten ranks uh, uh, this past Saturday. They're four at 5-1. and one. And then Texas is 4-2. and two. They're number five. Now, that's, was that you guessing where they would be? Or are you saying that Texas is, in fact, the fifth best team in the Big 12? I think I mean currently they're going to have a chance to 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 prove it on the field, but currently I, look, I don't, look I'm I'm sorry Texas faithful, but when you lose to Texas Tech in 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 Lubbock overtime and you just and you just without, have, with our backup you have quarterback the la- I don't care all when kinds you, of when things you have the last 
however many years you want to go back of suckitude, Whoa. you don't deserve the benefit <laughs> of the doubt. Like, just would it surprise you if Texas goes out there and loses this weekend? Uh, to Iowa State? Yeah. Yes. I, but this this perhaps is a, a character flaw, a professional sports analysis flaw. Is this why I can't get a vote in the Big 12 Power Rankings? Is because every time Texas loses when they're a big favorite, I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm shocked. I'm like, no. What We're not talk- back yet. We had a really good We're game. Back. And you should, and you should all feel, gla- feel glad that we got to just destroy Look. Oklahoma and you made a bunch of Sooners cry. <laughs> But but just no, you haven't done it yet. I understand. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm super optimistic. I think Texas can win every game remaining on the schedule, but will they? I don't think so. I understand when it comes to list making and power rankings, and that you can't put a two loss Texas team ahead of undefeated Oklahoma State. You can't put them ahead of TCU. But I don't know. Uh, I, I don't where, know. Where, where does Mr. Dick have them? Well, as, as as usual. It is a matter of are you when are you ranking the teams based on their resume or based on how good you think they are? Because and it's funny because you know we we pay a lot of attention to the the AP top twenty five and to the coaches poll. Uh, I would say without a doubt undue attention, but I like lists and it, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I don't think the voters know. I think that it's a combo of both. Like uh, it's a hybrid of you know what your resume is versus how good you really think they are. And if you if you vote that how good you think that they are, there is no way that Texas is fifth. Okay, Texas will be a touchdown favorite over Kansas in Lawrence. Okay, Texas will be a will be a favorite over Kansas State in Manhattan, Kansas. Texas will be a favorite. When they host TCU in a couple weeks. And then um, I think Texas will be favored in every game except for next week versus Oklahoma State if Oklahoma State's still undefeated. So you're confusing me about if they're favored. That means they're giving up points. I don't know how that you means that the, the odds makers. I, I still feel like that's because they know Longhorn fans are stupid and will bet on their team even when they shouldn't. They're a very public team. Yes. Is correct. Yes. But. I mean, look, you know, you are correct. Do I think that the Longhorns are, are better than everybody else in the Big 12? Probably. Like, on mm-hmm. paper, just, you know, the, the mm-hmm. caliber of the athletes that they've been recruiting, the amount of money the program has. Mm-hmm. But that don't mm-hmm. mean nothing. Mm-hmm. It don't mean nothing on the field, buddy. Hmm. Okay? What, how don't mean look, nothing? we talked about necessary roughness for way too long already. I don't mean to bring oh, it let's back. Let's bring it back again. But if, if that you movie, if the, in, in that movie, the, 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 what was it, the Texas Colts? They steamroll the Texas State armadillos. I'm sorry. I don't care how many supermodels you have oh. kicking for you. You, but sometimes, you don't believe in the power of heart and hustle? No, no that's what I'm saying. Some, the these other teams are the, are the armadillos. Scott the Bacula, heart and hustle. He can go full. What show is he? Highlander? Uh, Quantum Leap. Quantum Leap. Jesus. <laughs> 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 right. We're, we're a show about. I appreciate the effort. I'm just glad you know what Highlander. The Highlander is a thing. There that can exists. be only one. Yeah. Why? Because the other one is Quantum Leap. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a Quantum Leap for you to make that. Don't air this one, guys. This one's just going to be. This no, one, but sometimes the teams the... that are not as good defeat teams that are of better course. than them for whatever reason. And sometimes it has to do with coaching. Sometimes it has to do so with just the Longhorns are, are four and two now, and you're telling me they ten and two is, is unlikely to you. You don't think that they will wind up ten and two? I, I, I <sighs> if you tell me that it's more likely that they go undefeated versus suffer a loss, I just think because of the nature of college football, especially because it's just it seems to be one of those years. 
We're like, there's, there's not, there's, in the there's Big Twelve. Crazy, well, in, there, in college football, it's just one of those chaos years where there's not a a supremely good team. I mean, Alabama and it Georgia are leapfrogging in you're the right. polls. You're right. Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State, Clemson. That's your top four. Chaos. Never seen it before. Oh, sorry. Now next video. No, no. Hurt. Just you, no. You you sit there and tell me that everything has gone according to plan in college football this year. <laughs> that everybody predicted TCU was going to destroy I think, Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma the, was number three. I think the Big Twelve. Point. What you're saying is correct about the Big Twelve, and that and and yeah, it's that there's not a a, a national contender for sure. Uh, disrespectful to. Oklahoma I just think State it's a crazy year where crazy things are going to happen. Uh, so and the the, the, the conference is super. Uh, Greg McElroy said on Saturday during the broadcast. I don't know if you heard it backstage at ACL Fest, but he said that the Big Twelve might be the deepest conference in all of in college football. And I'm like, no, yeah, no. I mean, like, well, look, I mean, big big the Big Ten has. Uh, Ohio State and Michigan, and then a bunch of nonsense. I mean, Wisconsin, which is normally one of their also ran teams. That Texas are good. Tech is our seventh best team, according to Inside the Bears power yeah. rankings. Uh, go find the seventh best team from the SEC. I promise they're better than Texas Tech from the okay. Big Ten. I promise you they're better. I, that was a that was a rhetorical go find. I don't mean that you need to. Because you know you'd be you wrong. To, no, I don't. I don't think I'd be wrong. Look, again, I think that this Texas team has enough talent. They've shown me, especially with, with Quinn Ewers. If you tell me that they're going to have Quinn Ewers, because that offense is just light years different. I, it it seemed, maybe I'm incorrect. Maybe I'm not mm-hmm. watching things. Maybe I've had mm-hmm. too many complimentary beverages with backstage ACL watching football. But it seems like they, they the, the engine has an extra gear. Everything's running more efficiently with Quinn Ewers. And that was a top team. A, a smarter man than me said that uh, it really unlocks the Sark offense, which yes. is what we yes. what, what the reason that we got him, the reason that he came here, all gas, no brakes, uh, you know, offensive guru, football genius Steve Sarkeesian. And last year we're like, what is this? This is and I, apparently he couldn't do it with Casey Thompson and Hudson Card, but Quinn Ewers unlocks the Sark offense. Yes, he is. I don't know, like he's not gonna. He, he shouldn't be in contention for a Heisman Trophy. He's not. Maybe he's not going to be the number one draft pick in the NFL. Yeah, but he mm, is. Wow. He is that. You know, when we talk about great TV all the time, and you're like, where do you fit in Ozark? And it's like, well, it's not Sopranos. You know, it's not The Wire. It's not this that. But it, but it's, it's it, the top it, tier it that, on the it, second. It it's the top one on the second tier. Quinn Ewers is a top tier quarterback, but he's at the very bottom of that tier. Oh, okay. But he is still that way, and it's and it. Like you said, it unlocks the offense. They're able to run things. I just think it's it, it gives you the shot to compete with the Ohio States, the Alabamas, mm-hmm. uh, the Georgias. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe you're not going to win against them, but okay. you can compete with them versus bringing – it's like it's like the difference between Dak Prescott and uh, Cooper Rush. Right. Is Cooper Rush going to go out there and, and, and take down mm-hmm. the Chiefs, the Bills? No. How about the Eagles on Sunday? To be determined. Hold on. Uh, oh, so uh, was that it? I don't want to. You yeah, want to again, just Dak, Dak doesn't. Same thing. Dak does not. Uh, he's not going to beat the Chiefs, but he lets you compete with them. If Texas with Quinn Ewers is Ozark, who is Alabama, and who is Quantum Leap? Uh jeez. I'm not thinking. <laughs> you know what? Nebraska's Quantum Leap. <laughs> Why? Why is that? Because they were. Re- it was a really good Once show time, back in the day. Never nobody be good knows again. anything about it now, <laughs> and they tried to reboot it with a guy on CBS, and nobody oh. cares. Is that? Did they really try to re- redo? Just, it, it, it debuted this season. I haven't oh, seen it yet. Okay, good. Man, what a what a start to the show today. Nobody what? else is breaking down necessarily after some quantum leap. What do you guys <laughs> tell you that? <laughs>
You know his name was not Quantum Leap, right? Whose name? Scott Scott Bakula's. His name was Paul Blake. All right. I'm going to just go home. I'm done enough. No, uh, there's still 75 minutes of Almost Sports, Jason, and today, Nick, back after this. Now back to Almost Sports with Jason and CJ on 1027 ESPN. No CJ today. My guy, Nick Hajda, uh, sitting in the CJ seat. And even though I told him not to do it, you went and saw who is the seventh best team in the SEC. Mm-hmm. And? Kentucky. Kentucky is definitely better than Texas Tech. But by how much? I mean, definitely by uh, the, well, I mean, you might be right. Uh, Texas is a, uh, let me make sure here, 16-point favorite versus Iowa State uh, on Saturday. Uh, the following week, Texas is playing Oklahoma State. They've already set that kickoff for 2.30. What are you doing? With, well, why is that not a, why is that not a night game? Although probably better for the Longhorns. You don't want to go to Stillwater at night. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a it's a 2.30 kick. Uh, first of all, uh, so uh, Oklahoma State and TCU, two 5-0 teams, are playing this weekend, this Saturday, 2.30 uh, in Fort Worth. Uh, first place for in the Big 12 Conference is on the line. Who are we rooting for? Which one do we play after this game? Well, we're going to play both of them, but Oklahoma State, right uh, Oklahoma State Oklahoma State is next. One. Not that one. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I do than... not want Oklahoma State coming off of a loss all fired up and trying oh. to, you know, not so revenge you, game. But so you want Oklahoma State to be undefeated? If you're giving them my druthers, yeah. Right. I mean, I do as well because I, I would rather beat them. While they're a... Oh, no, know. not that. Slink it to that Big 12 championship. Slide right in there. On a bunch of happenstance and, and well, no, but but I don't I don't I don't value defeating an opponent at the top of their game. I don't care if Oklahoma is good or not. I'm glad that we beat them. But no, this is the thing that people look at, and I don't. I, you know, it it well, they look at where they finish. It doesn't really matter. No, they're going to if Texas beats Oklahoma State when they're undefeated and let's say seventh in the nation, something like that. Yeah, it's a better win than if they beat them when they have just lost to TCU and they're twelfth in the nation. Sure, but so you should root for Oklahoma State on Saturday. Hey, look, it doesn't matter because yeah. win the rest of your games and you'll be in the Big Twelve Championship. Yes, or win the rest of your games except for one, and then root for a whole bunch of other things, and you could probably still make the Big Twelve Championship. But win the do do the first one. Yes, if you if you have the option. I don't care about rankings and yeah, polls and because also at the end of the day. The, the national audience, we've, or we've established whoever the people are, the powers that be, is, they've established that they don't like the Longhorns, okay? What are you talking about? People hate the Longhorns no. outside of Texas. The, um, yes. They hate us because yes. they ain't us. Sure. All fine, right. But they still but do. But I don't know that so they, they hate w- us. They don't need an excuse of, well, Oklahoma State wasn't ranked as high because they had one extra loss. They will find a way to discredit the Longhorns and push them down. So the, the, this whole perceived... Uh, impressiveness. Let's put, let's put a pin in that. Is that a thing that people say when they're going to come yes. back to it? I don't have time right now, but I do want to explore this. They hate us because yes. I don't think that that is correct. Uh, we'll, after the top of the hour, we'll discuss the they hate usness of, of Texas. Are they turning uh, the horns upside down in like tribute? Other opposing fan bases hate us. Yeah. ESPN does not hate us. Yeah. ESPN arguably loves us too much. Okay, they gave us our own network. 
It, it arguably sunk the program. Are you talking about the Longhorn Network or yes. this one right here that we're currently on? Well, this one also. Which is a bigger mistake. It's the top two questionable moves in the history of ESPN. <laughs> the Longhorn Network wow. and Almost Sports. We on beat the phone? 1027 ESPN Radio. Uh, the, oh, ESPN The Phone. I yes. was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I remember when there was an ESPN <laughs> The Phone. Uh, there's no available gambling line uh, for it yet, but a week from Saturday, Texas, Oklahoma State in Stillwater. ESPN's Football Power Index, the FPI, mm-hmm. their matchup predictor, says Texas 66.7% chance to beat Oklahoma State. And it's never been wrong. That's right. It's never <laughs> been wrong. I mean, look, again, if you look at it on paper, the Longhorns should be better at every position than everybody else. And, I mean, look, when they have been on, they've been very impressive. Position, the, the last two weeks, they've been they've been very impressive uh, running Coach Steve's offense, that defense is, mm-hmm. you know, the the Tech game was a, was a, was a, a big blemish, but you know, yeah. so so I even if even if uh, Oklahoma is very bad this year, even if they're the they Texas of this year, don't say that. Sorry, even when we were bad, we were never we never got forty nine to nothing housed by our hated. You rival. lost to Kansas. Okay? Fine, you lose to Kansas, Kansas in overtime. Kansas is good. We didn't know that. I don't, I, mm, Lance Leopold, mm, he made he's made them good. I, I feel like losing to Kansas is worse than getting uh, blanked by the Sooners last year. Uh, anyway, put a pin in that one. Uh, now I forgot where I was going. On good, that. good, but good. oh, the defense. Like even if it, if the Sooners are bad, that is impressive that you can shut out a team in college football, especially a Big Twelve team. Yeah, you know. So so like I they they are coming into here. But they're also, you know, they they are still a youngish team. The offensive line, the Longhorns, yes, very long, young along yeah. the offensive line. And very- so, it's, you know, they're learning how to come together. That offensive line, I think, is starting to gel a little bit. But it still is like, you know, like doesn't it feel like every game Bijan Robinson should have two hundred yards rushing? Put a pen in that. That's okay. three pins. Uh, help, help me. I'm out of pins. Help me tease this correctly. All right. Nick Hodge just says the powers that be hate Texas. Is that right? Is that what you said? I'm going to hold you to that. Uh, you, I'm just saying college football hates you Texas. You can explain, and we will discuss. Uh, happy to hear from you. 512-834-1027. Do the powers that be hate Texas? That's coming up in just a second. Hold on.